I'm Alex McDougald, and this is INSEAD in Conversation With, a podcast series in which our guests share their stories, thoughts, and insights with us. In this episode, I'm with Dr. Semia Elfaki, a participant of INSEAD's virtual executive coaching. Dr. Elfaki is a research scientist and a project leader at CSIRO Health and Biosecurity in Melbourne, Australia. In today's episode, we will be hearing more about her experience of going through the virtual executive coaching, but also learning more about what drives her and what some of her passions in life are. So thank you, Simia, for taking the time to be with me today for our podcast episode. Thanks, Alex. It's my pleasure. Uh, Thanks for having me. So... Simia, I'd like to first start with a bit of background on yourself to give some context to our audience. Now, a more impressive CV I've rarely come across. You have a PhD in genetics and molecular biology. You have a postgraduate diploma in global business and corporate diplomacy from Oxford University. You're a Fulbright Scholar and a UNESCO L'Oreal for Women Science Rising Talent alumnus. And not only that, you speak fluent Arabic, French, English, and Chinese Mandarin. Now, you were very lucky, I believe, to be awarded um, a Julius Grant to attend a number of different programs uh, around the globe. Of course, as part of that journey, it took you to INSEAD to do our virtual executive coaching. What was the impetus to start that journey, that particular adventure? Well, as mentioned, Alex, I am a research scientist by training. So I did the... an academic training um, in several international and academic institutions around the world. I uh, did part of my PhD in the U.S. Uh, as a Fulbright scholar and then moved uh, to Imperial College London to do a postdoc. Then I moved to Australia to work for the uh, Australian Federal Research Agency. And I loved that decision. This was a well-thought choice because in the organization where I work now in Australia, there is this very exciting uh, melting between entrepreneurship and science. And our driving uh, force, and uh, we are driven by uh, innovation. So uh, CSIRO is um, Australia's innovation catalyst. And we, uh, we need to embody and uh, uh, represent these values and work towards Uh, these goals. So I got very excited about that because I've always had a passion for business and uh, entrepreneurship. Where do you hope all this, the Julius Award will help take you professionally speaking? Well, I am scientist uh, by training. So I, um, I've been doing a lot of work in the lab. And at some stage I was like, well, now we need to think <laughs> We need to think more in terms of strategy and impact. So how can I uh, drive and manage and lead projects with strong impact, strong societal impact? And for this to happen, I need to build skills uh, that are not part of my uh, curriculum as a scientist. So, for example, uh, I had to learn how to master negotiations, contract negotiations. So I went for a course on uh, negotiation mastery. I needed a strong background in finance for for managers, economics for managers, business analytics, and of course, global business. I was really looking for very, very professional coaching 
where I had to like manage difficult situation because I lead a project with high level of complexity. So uh, these projects are international, so across cultures and involving uh, teams across continents. So I basically work every day on different time zones. <laughs> so basically, yes, I, I am a global leader and that's basically at the heart of uh, what INSEAD does. But with the coaching, it is very interesting. And uh, do you feel that um, as, as, as a leader yourself, it's not just about perhaps getting the technical skills? When I looked for coaching, uh, like professional coaching uh, services, I approached it with an open mind and with a strong will to learn and to be open to change, change in behavior, change in mindset. And I strongly believe that leadership uh, is, is a skill. So I, I strongly disagree, and I'm passionate about this. I disagree with people saying they are born leaders. I, I disagree with that. You can be born with like natural aura of a boss or leader, but uh, leadership and even confidence, these are skills that we need, even if you have a seed inside you of that, it has to grow and it has to be mastered and to be cultivated and developed. Can you explain a bit more about how you've witnessed in yourself that transformation? How have you felt yourself change and how has it manifested itself perhaps in, in this mindset or, or maybe even the actions you take day to day with those teams that you lead globally? Well, absolutely, Alex. This was like uh, the, uh, the, the moment I enjoy the most, like this uh, moment of clarity and self-awareness of how much this was useful and transformative. I think uh, mainly uh, it was because the person, the, the coach brings like the, uh, creates a, a safe space uh, for me to explain the situation without judgment. And uh, the insights provided from like an external outlook are like are extremely helpful, extremely helpful. So uh, gradually with that process happening monthly and like in a consistent manner, it helps you uh, build and adopt a different mindset because it's not a, a short-term process. It's a long-term uh, transformation. Do you find that the coaching and, and the work that you've done with your coach since you first enrolled has helped you believe more in yourself? Absolutely, Alex. I think this uh, upskilling uh, uh, strategy I built and life learning, uh, it was a very well thought career development plan. I talked to many of my colleagues that I uh, respect very much and uh, many of my mentors and also my INSEAD coach. So um, we, uh, we decided to cover the areas that I have no knowledge in, no prior knowledge, and uh, other areas where there is room for improvement. So uh, studying uh, the fundamentals of uh, leadership and management, the foundation of directorship, these are uh, like uh, skills that cannot stop. I have to continue to learn and apply what I learned to my daily work. 
So it's a it's a continuous uh, process. It doesn't stop. I think it's like I always have this analogy, um, Alex, about the upskilling and lifelong learning. It's like you read a book. So uh, it's not about reading the book or uh, telling the world, the outside world, what's the, uh, the content of the book. It's who you become after reading this book. So when I show up uh, at my job on a daily basis or when I lead teams uh, internationally, I'm not going to tell them, oh, you know, I studied negotiation mastery and I know <laughs> the difference between BATNA and, uh, you know, all the technical terms. But it show up in my uh, management skills and it show up in how much I am lifting them up and helping them reaching the best version of themselves. And that's the true essence of leadership for me. And throughout the sessions you've been doing monthly, and did you find that the direction has changed as you as you were coached? And has has the journey evolved as you've been along it? Oh my goodness, absolutely! I think uh, I'm scared by how much limitless I became. <laughs> so I am project leader, and in my head, I feel like it's time to work towards an executive directorship position, becoming a CEO, uh, like uh, uh, thinking bigger, you know, like being limitless and. Uh, Focusing on impact, focusing on impact on how much effort can I put using these skills, this knowledge I've been building to make a difference in this world. Really fascinating. And it really chimes with what INSEAD's mission is, I suppose, is to help people grow and change mindsets in a good way. Um, what are some of the things that come to mind to you when you think of the world today? Why is it important for you to upskill and, and, and to have that, that drive to, to learn? If, if we are driven by impact and innovation, if we uh, want to constantly uh, make a difference in other people's life and uh, uh, like uh, work on big projects involving big questions, whether on human health, food security, uh, life-threatening issues, we need to be equipped by skills that allow us to adapt to a rapidly changing world and increased globalization. And now we factor uh, uncertainty, uh, uh, the uncertainty uh, due to the pandemic and all, uh, uh, all the mess basically, we have been going through uh, because of uh, the uh, COVID-19 pandemic and who knows, probably other pandemics in the next, uh, in, the, <laughs> in this decade. You work in a very sort of male-dominated uh, field and you spoke at the very beginning of setting an example for other young women out there. How important is it to you to show to those women that, that you can close a gender gap and you can make a difference? Uh, absolutely. I think every little helps, you know, Alex. Anything we can do, even any little gesture can make a difference in this area. Uh, for me personally, I um, uh, I apply this to uh, my daily work. So I lead uh, international projects and I am responsible for recruitments in some projects. 
And I make sure the process is gender inclusive. And I make sure the women working with me, they are, uh, they have, uh, they are like, uh, they are not uh, limited by anything. If they need to have uh, maternity leave, if they have, if they need to take care of their children, uh, this is a priority for me in terms of management. So uh, this helps a lot, um, having more women in the work, uh, in these disciplines, uh, especially my work area where it's really male-dominated, like human health and the projects I lead, that, like very field-oriented, managing dengue and malaria and working on mosquitoes. <laughs> so um, having women uh, involved in my teams has been my pride uh, and uh, one of the achievements of my leadership. So like one of the staples of uh, my leadership uh, in project uh, in project management, basically. Uh, there is something else I wanted to uh, uh, highlight here, which it might be a little bit uh, cheeky to say this, but there is a quote by Maya Angelou. I don't remember the exact quote, but she always says, when you stand up for yourself, when a woman stand up for herself, she stand up for all women. So I make sure every time I defend, you know, myself, I stand up for myself and I, uh, I, um, I go for what I deserve. I feel I'm fighting for all women. Can you name some of the highlights for you? Um of the coaching and and has it exceeded having never done coaching before has it brought any surprises yes oh my god it has been an incredible journey of uh, self discovery you know discovering who i really am and uh, learning a lot uh, and um, unexpected learning lessons you know uh, because we go through uh, situations and we discuss situations that happen uh, and things we reflect on um, on things and uh, events and reactions etc and the coaching uh, always at the end of the coaching session i always uh, uh, come back with the uh, unexpected uh, learning and then expecting lessons, you know, and things that um, never crossed my mind before. It was always an aha moment. I'm like, oh, this is what I'm missing in the story. So this is the right thing I should pay attention to, for, for instance, or this is the way I should behave to address certain or certain situation. So I think that's the highlight I, uh, for me as a personally. It's something we haven't spoken about, which again is is just another layer of <laughs> of your achievement. Yes. Is of course, you know, aside from tackling dengue fever and malaria and other vector borne diseases, you also took a trip to Antarctica um, as part of your training. And and for me, that's just you know, again, when we spoke about it the last time, it just adds another layer of, of wonder to to what you've achieved in in your in your life so far. And I, what, what was that trip and how, how did you get involved with that? 
Uh, well, this is an Australian program. It's uh, it's uh, called uh, the Homeward Bound program. It aimed at uh, it. It is aiming at uh, uh, empowering women in governance, and at the same time, uh, bringing awareness of the role of women leaders in climate change and addressing climate change. So it's a very beautiful story where. Um, this program selects 100 women from all over the world. I think my cohort had 33 nationalities. Uh, and uh, we go through a leadership training, a year-long leadership training that culminates into a three-week expedition to Antarctica, which was the most memorable <laughs> adventure I uh, I went through. It's something that will stay with me all my life, to be honest. It was so beautiful. What is interesting, you mentioned earlier, you know, CEO positions, executive director positions. And that's what was interesting is um, when we spoke earlier about reaching a, a point in your career where you felt you needed to upskill and, you know, to concrete, other than gain confidence, of course, in, but, you know, to believe that you know, you can actually, you can own what you do and you can take, take even greater strides um, towards some of those goals. And I think that's what's fascinating with you um, to see how the, you know, the, this, this journey that you're on is helping you achieve those, um, the, the, the coaching journey that you've been on and others is, is helping you achieve is going some way to, to do that. Um, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And the trip to uh, Antarctica was uh, was basically an opportunity for me to get closer to nature and uh, understand who I am. And uh, I started doing meditation um, when I was in Antarctica and... I had it was a, I had a moment I will never forget all my life like I shared this with close friends and colleagues where so we went on a silent cruise and all you see and people on the on the zodiac they were told to not talk at all so we can enjoy the moment and you just all you see is the sky and the glaciers and uh, I think that's when uh, I knew, I knew uh, what I wanted to do, you know, in life and in the in the next chapter of my life. It was so clear in my head. It was beautiful. Thank you, Simi. And I, I, I like how we've also uh, uh, closed a loop there with you mentioned story and you've spoken about chapters before. And and I think your story so far is has been a really interesting one and well i look forward to seeing where you go next but um, it's been an absolute pleasure speaking to you today your enthusiasm for everything is infectious and um so i can't thank you enough for the time that you spent thank you very much alex it's my pleasure and um, i'm very grateful to nziad and uh, the nziad coaching program thank you very much If you've enjoyed this episode and would like to find out more about INSEAD's virtual executive coaching, please don't hesitate to visit our website by following the link in the podcast description. Thank you.